Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. I ain't say it like I want to say it, like Robin Williams said it in a movie. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is your host, Richard Clemens. You are tuned into Bipolar in Cleveland on a TNC network. Never in it, getting goals accomplished. Tupac was a prophet. Richard Pryor was a prophet. How y'all doing today, people? Good morning to you. We're going to get right into the show. Uh, But before we do that, hit them with that beautiful theme music. Let them know who I am. I'm the the bad guy. Alrighty, alrighty, y'all. Here we go, here we go, people. Hope you guys are having a good morning. I'm gonna try to make this a morning show for you. Right? In the actual morning time. I ain't gonna play with you. But you know, like, time is relative. You know, right, just to start this off, um, I was thinking, like, I think they keep playing with us, you know, um, with this invention of time type of thing, you know, and, you know, they were saying like, <clears throat> you know, the, you know, they built all these clock towers and stuff, you know, for the factory workers, you know, so they can always know what time it is. So they wouldn't be late to work. You know what I mean? Like time doesn't actually exist. You know what I mean? You can measure, um, space, you know, a time space for, you know, for what you need, you know, by the sun or the moon or however, but it is not, you know, down to the second, you know, like, and I always, um, found that interesting, you know, like it, it led to, you know, my philosophy, you know, which is, right. I have to put this in my creed, I guess, because this is my church creed. It's about, you know, um, you know, two is not a winner and three, no one remembers. And it, and my thinking on that was always about, uh, track, you know, about like, you know, Hussein Boat, uh, Carl, um, <clears throat> excuse me. All right. I'm not going to get the name, name and names, all the track runners. The point is like, you know, in a hundred and hundred yard dash or any of them, you know, it comes down to milliseconds, you know, I mean, one hundred, one tenth of a second, one hundredth of a second, you know, I, you know, things like that. And like, and you remember number one, you know, you do not remember number two, you know, well, right. Or two is not a winner, you know, and three, no one remembers, you know, who was third, who was fourth, <laughs> right? You don't know these people. And nowadays you don't even remember two, you know, there can be only one, you know, and like that led me to all of that about, you know, about time, you know, cause I used to have a stopwatch, you know, I was a public enemy fan. I was a, uh, I was a, a flavor Fay fan. Matter of fact, you know, he was the greatest, just the greatest hype man ever. You know, but I was, I had a stopwatch, you know, didn't have no big old one, had a real window, but I used to time everything, you know, I used to time everything. I used to run, you know, just what you do with your time when you're alone, you know, it's different things that people do, you know, what they learned growing up. But like one of those things was time with me, you know, and, but 
you know, now I realize, you know, time. And I was always, and like, that's so funny. Later in life, I was always late, late for everything. Used to be on time, you know, for everything. Well, it didn't have nothing to do, actually. But, you know, but I knew how time worked and things like that. And I was late forever, ever, for every job. And they saying it's like, that's some type of a, you know, I guess it was my, um, my, my way of, uh, having some type of control for myself or, you know, not giving myself totally over to the system because I didn't want to be in the system in the first place. So you telling me being on time, you know, uh, you know, would make me totally compliant and I had to have, you know, I held something for myself or to my detriment if I wanted to live that life, you know, because, but it was always my production, you know, I was always like, okay, well, I ain't going to be on time, but I'm going, when I get here, you know, I'm going to outwork everybody else anyway, you know, and I was always, you know, number one, number two in the office, you know, behind a female, um, you know, with that sales stuff, you know, uh, they always going to be like, you know, right. Just God talking to you. <laughs> you going to buy this shit here. <laughs> Uh, I'm right. I'm going to start. When I make church episodes, they're going to be church episodes, so I'm not going to confuse and cross lines. But let's get into this. The only thing that's prevalent right now, you know, coronavirus and, you know, what's going on in our world, you know, and things like that. But my thing is, I'm going to start off with Trump, okay, because white folks... (laughs) We told you, or I told you, you know what I mean? Like, like, right. Good segue from my sales thing. Cause like he remind, I told you from the beginning, he's a salesman and he reminds me of those, I hope this stuff ain't clicking, but he reminds me of those, uh, those white boy salesmen I used to be with, you know, like, like the good ones, you know, like, but chisty. You know, like, uh, I used to go door to door. So I used to, uh, and it was all a setup, you know, very elaborate setup and things like that. But they had these young kids coming from Milwaukee, you know, poor, uh, living like over there in, uh, the Bedford over there. Um, what's that Rockside towers, right? So they, it's like five or six of them, you know, living over there in Rockside towers and the, uh, the dude just partner with another dude just training to it's okay. I I can't get all into that without explaining to y'all, but I'm not gonna do that. But the point is this they have all them, you know, uh over there telling them the same well, they weren't telling them the same journey as telling us. They was probably telling them that they actually gonna, you know, uh get they get they own stuff and you know they gonna be successful which probably didn't work out but they was probably but they would make them think that uh they had more of a chance over us you know it's like we just using them you know because like you know it's it's a it's a it's a series of mind fucks you know like when you deal with corporate stuff you know like you know like once you once you realize uh that the wizard is not real right and you know and uh, the wizard, like, you know, like in the wonder, wonderful, wonderful wizard of Oz, um, you know, they go back there and they expose the wizard. You know, I like the wiz. Okay. 
with Richard Pryor and Diana Ross. But, you know, they go back there, you know, and he back there and he's like, oh, you, you're not real. Like, oh, you a bumbling fool. But, like, actually, you know, it's like, oh, you think he the Joker. But, you know, he's like, then, but what if he turn around, like, in real life, they'd be like, uh, okay, so what? You caught me. You know, now what? you like, you know, you want to stick around? Um, you know, I'll tell you, you know, now you see the secret. Well, let me tell you how it works. You know, now you know the trick, you know, let me show you, let me show you how the trick works. So you, you know, you, you could be on the inside. So they bring you on the inside and then it's another trick and then it's another trick. You see what I'm saying? But like, if you are willing, you know, to learn the magic behind the curtain, once you see that the wizard is not real and then he'd be like, so what, what you going to do now? You don't turn around and walk away. That's on you. You see what I'm saying? But you get deeper and you learn more magic, right? All oh, this occult shit that y'all talk about, these secret societies, bam, 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 simple, simple, simple. Shit's not that complicated. But my point is this, um, is that, you know, he he reminds me this is Trump, you know what I'm saying? And he has just worked his way, you know, up the ladder. Because they would like, they would do stuff like, uh, okay, um, what we selling is $20, right? You know, I love, I love this country because I'm telling you it's all about drugs. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it before I go. I'm going to make something <laughs> because this shit has always been about drugs and the philosophy of how you make money, you know? And it's like, cause people, and people got greedy though. Like, because like you're a drug dealer, you know, you just want to make double your money, you know? Uh, but it's like, Depends on, you know, your profit margins and things like that. You know, like, do you want to be, do you want to sell weight or do you want to be small time? You know, so, so, you know, any drug dealers know what I'm talking about. But the thing is this, this is Trump. Okay. Now, uh, they, okay. The stuff costs $20. Okay. So we probably sell the stuff for $20. Now the breakdown is this, uh, you get $9. They, you know, the company gets $11. So, you know, once you get behind the curtain, um, you know, the owner gets, they tell you, you know, the owner gets five and then the company gets one, you know, uh, and then the rest, right, somehow, right, five, one, that's split. And what's the other, and then it's another five that goes to uh, the bigger company, right, more up the ladder, right, not up the ladder, more behind the fucking curtain shit. Shit's not up the ladder, people. This is down the fucking rabbit hole, okay? Um, and so they would sell them, instead of for $20, they sell them for 15 Um Or they sell them for 8 you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Two for 30 you know what I'm <laughs> Cheating, you know what I'm saying? I was out there studying that shit dollar for dollar, ringing the bell, right, every night. And so, like, you ring the bell, you know what I mean? That's them, and, like, it is all, you know, it's all competitive. It's all, you know, dog eat dog. And so they, you know, they competitive edge is always to cheat or to hoard or, you know, to gang up on, you know what I mean? So they talk about you, you know what I mean? in the office, like, this is like, I'm talking about, like, me being a black man in an office full of fucking white people, okay, like, they talk about you, this and this and that, but, like, you know, I don't care, and then, it was so funny, like, you know, uh, like, so, I'm out selling everybody, anyway, you know, I'll sell, I'll sell them, and then, you know, like, uh, they don't like that, you know, and it just, it breeds jealousy, but these people, you know, they letting other people, you know, instead of seeing my work ethic or anything like that, they want to cheat 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm out there busting my ass. I'm talking to these people, you know, and like, right. And then they don't understand. They do not understand how the black dude, you know, talks to all the same white people that they talk to and gets more sales than them. You know what I mean? And we all sell them the same thing. And that's what they be talking about, like, with sports is about, like, when it's an even playing field, you know, you see, you know, uh, who's going, who's the better, you know, who's the better man out of this. You know what I mean? It's not even about being better. It's just about, like, if it's a competition, then somebody fucking gotta win you know and i want to win but anyway i don't want to cheat but i don't have to cheat though see what i'm saying that's the whole point you know what i mean like you know like i don't gotta cheat you to beat you you know what i mean so this is what we say you know when you're good you ain't gotta cheat you know and so trump is not good he's never been good you know at anything and then you make excuses you know for not being good and then you you know you lie you cheat and you steal you know and then you win and then you say oh you're 50 cent now oh i got all the money you know what i'm saying fuck if i can't rap you know what i mean but you just said you was the toughest rapper gangster <laughs> you know what i'm saying you 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 got another nigga blackballed you know what i mean trump and and, and kanye and 50 cent all these people are the same type of people okay the clintons all of them you know what i'm saying black white whatever you know what i'm saying i don't like black people people white black i don't like black people and white people i'm a nigga that's what i figured out this morning that's what uh galvanized me <laughs> to get up right i'm tired of this i'm tired of black people i'm tired of white people <laughs> this is tnc you know what i'm saying like, i was trying to get away from it i don't like, like you know i don't have to be all crazy with it and all that stuff but like i'm not on that you know what i mean because right you got 50 Cent got Jaru kicked out the industry, you know, for singing, you know, and he came in, come in there singing with his shirt off. I mean, he looked like uh, Jaru's big brother. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole time, that's what I was thinking when this nigga was blowing up, people. This is what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga is not, not gangster. And then you got your name from another people, like these people, like where, like all this stuff is manufactured, you know? And this is why my name is Rich Matrix, because I'm the first one to escape. There was one. But anyway, Trump reminds me of these people I used to work with. You know what I mean? Like, they cheat. They don't play by the rules, you know, or they change the rules, like I said, you know. And then after the fact, you know, they were wrong, and you caught them. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we're talking about with black people, you know, are, you know, the white the white man's the system's bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because we catch him cheating over and over again. Catch him lying over and over again. And they say, so what? <laughs> what you going to do? You going to leave me now? <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about. What's love got to do with it? But this is Trump. You know what I'm saying? He's a habitual line stepper habitual line stepper over and over again and then you know he has put us in this predicament people put us in this predicament you know so i'm like i'm not too much on the gossiping you know what i mean so maybe i might be misleading this a little bit when i say i want to talk about the coronavirus you know i'm gonna get to that a little bit you know, but I don't want to gossip about it because it's so, it's so, because like they say, we are in the beginning of this. We are not, this is not the end, you know what I'm saying? This man has created a situation, okay? You know, and it doesn't matter why we're at war, we're at war now. I'm not meaning that, you know, literally, but like that's the mindset when it, that, you know, you always have to be in when something happens, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter, you know, how it happened. It happened. Now we got to deal with it. You know what I mean? 
But once this shit is over with, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's like, you know, he has created this situation. And now, you know, like you have these people up here talking about, it don't matter, you know, uh, you know uh, what happened before or, you know, what we didn't know, uh, what we didn't respond to, you know. Or then two days later, uh, oh, this administration, you know, this is uh, – by far better than any other country that has handled it. You know, they haven't been doing so good. Uh, look at Italy. Look at such and such. Look at, you know what I mean, right? You know, it's like, that's what, like, I was raised by myself. I'm telling y'all, so I don't have y'all mind state. I don't, I don't, I didn't get to get away with that shit. I didn't get to say uh, somebody else did it. You know what I mean? When I'm the only one in the fucking house, okay? So my mind don't work like y'all mind. And like all y'all, all y'all grew up like that, pointing shit, you know what I'm saying? Know you was wrong. And then get everybody ass whooped, you know what I'm saying? Because you, or, or, you know what I'm saying? Even my sister used to get my brother ass whooped and she was lying, 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 lying. You know what I'm saying? My mother believed her over him. You know what I'm saying? He get it. That's why this nigga fucked up now. You know what I mean? And I feel sorry for you. know what I'm saying? But I tried. You know what I mean? It's like this is how. Like I feel like you know what I'm saying? Like I be thinking about it sometimes. Like I ain't get to raise my own kids like I wanted to. You know? I'm like I mean, you know, at all. Okay, basically. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie at all. Okay, but I was raising. You know what I'm saying? Before that, I was raising everybody else's kids for the longest. You know what I mean? Like, not just my brother and sister, but every motherfucker that I grew up with, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one, you know what I'm saying, told them, you know, for right or wrong, however it was. I ain't getting no, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I did the best that I could. You know what I mean? I positively, you know what I mean? I wasn't the person, you know helping people sell drugs, you know what I mean? You know, go go to school. Y'all niggas, you know what I mean? I said it in the wrong way, you know what I mean? But, like, I wasn't the one, you know, uh, you know, setting people up or doing sexy things, you know, stuff like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, you don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, I always try to be um, a better person, you know, and not – don't let people fight, you know, don't let people, uh, don't spread rumors. You know what I mean? Don't talk about people, stuff like that. You know, if I say something, I said to your face stuff, you know what I mean? All of that, you know, man, man shit, you know what I'm saying? Like the shit that I thought, you know, like, you know, that I'm not that, that, that real, you know what I'm saying? Like that man, man shit, you know, but like we didn't like, but come to realize most people didn't grow up like that. People grew up learning how to manipulate, you know, early. You know, my only manipulation was trying to make people feel sorry for me. And then, you know, because I was alone and all of this and that. But, like, I found out that that shit really didn't work, you know what I'm saying? Because people really didn't care, you know what I'm saying? So I stopped that, you know. I stopped doing that, you know. So, you know, I understand all of that, you know. And I have my own problems. But my point is about people you know, uh, purposely, you know, uh, like I got an older sister, you know, that would purposely fuck with me, you know, just cause she could. And then when you get mad, get everybody else to say, why are you so mad? It's like, did y'all just watch this? <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? You know what I mean? And then it's funny to them. You know what I mean? Cause like family, you know what I'm saying? Somebody has to be the butt of the joke in families and things like that. This is why you get great comedians out of families. Anyway. Okay. My point is this, that this man, you know, has never played fair. Okay. He's never, uh, he, he went bankrupt. Okay. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's not even like it's like it's not even like he go broke and say, "Damn, I fucked up." I mean, you know, he was like, "Okay, I, uh, I went. I, okay, I quit. I need a do over, right? I need a do over. You know, um, start the game over. I, just, <laughs> I was foul. <laughs> I used to love that commercial when the little boy be playing in the um, backyard by himself playing hoops. Then he's like, five, four, three, two, one, and he shoots." And then in the mist, in the ball mess, it go around the rim and it comes out. And look around, you look around. He's like, and he was foul. <laughs> That's Trump. <laughs> That's Trump. Well, nigga grew up to be Trump. <laughs> but this shutdown, you know what I'm saying, you know, it, they got this, you know, like like I said before, now you got this, uh, the dude, Anthony Fossey, you know, um, out there, you know, trying to explain to people what's going on and, you know, telling people that it's, you know, at the beginning and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's going to get, you know, it's 10 times worse than the flu and, you know, uh, so many people are going to die and, you know what I mean? At the mean, you know, at the same time, you know, people are stuck in their homes. People are not going to work. You know, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, um, East Cleveland, right? I think I just live here because I used to live up in Cleveland Heights. It's like million-dollar homes right up the hill from me. <laughs> but I live at the bottom. It's like the teller two cities, right? But anyway, you know, the casino has shut down, so I can't go to work. I forgot it. Like, I didn't even get to make the episode like me going back to work. But anyway, it's like, you know, the, like, so this is practice. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, uh, opportunity you know from like i'm telling you like the system loves trump you know because like, i don't if it's not you like you know no grand plan right but there's opportunity you know what i mean it's like uh you know trump keep fucking up so they're like okay it's okay it's cool <laughs> like look this is what we're gonna do you know what i mean <laughs> like it's cool you look it actually works out for us okay it actually works out for us don't panic like like maybe putin called him you know what i'm saying like shut down everything you know what i mean <clears throat> right putin he called putin like what am i supposed to do <laughs> they all on my back right i think that's what it is you know like when trump fuck up he called putin like you know what would you do you know like he's like uh i'm shut i shut down everything you know what i mean he's like shut down everything you know and have your people say that you're doing a good job and you know you're the best ever did it and stuff like that you know which they gonna do anyway and you know that's how we gonna handle that don't worry about it it's a good thing you know what i'm saying this is how the this is the funny part of what I'm saying because, like, I don't want to be serious. I told y'all all this shit is a fucking joke. And it's like, you know, like, and like, what started, well, what started a good conversation when he had the one on the right lawn, White House lawn, because I don't like watching him talk too long because it's just ignorant, you know, and like, I guess I have to listen so I could say, you know, dissect it and then tell my audience, you know, of my dog, my guy, nosy people of what's going on, you know, in my mind and like, you know, what's really happening. But it's like, you know, the, the, uh, the black girl, 
the black girl asked him a question about, you know, him shaking hands. Because, like, right, you got, they talking about he shook hands over 30 times, right, touched the microphone a whole bunch of times and all of this stuff. And she the one asked him a question about, you know, him being around people. He, he did test positive. He did test negative people. So, you know, um, that's that. But, uh, you know, they, she asked that question and then he gonna, like, I forgot to say before about, you know, he's gonna, you know, first of all, that was a nasty question. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why? It's like, you know, it's, and it always hurts when he be talking to black people like that. I know he talked to white people like that sometimes, you know, but it's not that much. And it's like, you know, that all that nasty dog shit is always for black people. You know what I mean? So... You know, and then like this is this is how he acts, you know, and like he him dismissing this stuff, okay, acting like it hasn't been no big deal, has led to this, you know, epidemic or I mean this this epidemic, yeah, and this uh uh panic of the epidemic that we are under, you know what I mean? And now it's like uh preemptive things, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, well, let's fuck up the world before the world fuck up itself, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, uh, right. Dude, I mean, you know, right. My favorite podcaster who has the number one podcast, Joe Rogan, you know, he had the CDC dude on his show last week. It was like he got 19 million views, you know what I mean? So this is going to be the topic of conversation, you know, for the duration, for a long time, for a lot of people, you know. Because, uh, you know, it's like, right, and people are going to start getting cabin fever, cabin fever, um, you know, losing their minds, being locked up. I don't know why that would not be... I don't think orange juice <laughs> is like the uh, drink you probably get when you want to uh, feel when you feel parched. But it's a breakfast drink, right? Right, and so the CD CD. The CDC dude that was on Joe Rogan's show, you know, like, he was on some bullshit, too, because, like, you know, he's saying information that now, about a week later, you know, it's not true, or, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not true, you know, or it's not going to pan out that way, you know what I mean? It's like, it's always these statistics and things like that, and fucking uh, Gerardo Rivera he on Fox talking about if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, then you don't have it, you know? And then black people running around here talking about, uh, we can't get it or however that goes. It's so like, it's so much, you know, like, I don't want to add, you know, to that portion of it, you know, and talking about, you know, what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. You know, it's like, uh, But, you know, they calling it like the old, the old people, you know, disease. Like, and like when that first happened, like I was thinking like, okay, trying to wipe out. And that's why I was funny. I was 
like they're trying to wipe out the old people, you know, and like that would go with my theory about, you know, it being, you know, uh, we're going back to like the Lord of the Fly situation where, you know, it's just children running the world. But it's actually, you know, I thought about it. It's like, I think, like, mentally, we do have children running the world, you know. I think we have had children running the world, you know, mentally for a long time with all this bullshit, you know. Um, But, you know, then they want to call it the Chinese disease, you know. Like, if you want to, you know, you want to be some type of uh, person that says, you know, it come from China and the state fault and stuff, la, 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 you know? And then the name of it is, you know, the the street name, right? It's coronavirus, but it's actually, what, COV-19, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's all, it ain't no, and then they made it, right? And then they made this, they made this disease. And that's what I was going to say, is like, right, I have this chain of uh, evidence, right, and so this is my little bit of gossip on it. Um, let me see what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. So, oh, you were right. My last funny part was that the girl, this dude, try to play, uh, try to act like he was sneezing on a girl. You know, I think he's like hot chew. You know, up all up on her though, right? up in the store and they re- they was recording it of course and uh you know she she went off on them you know what i mean it's like you know people you know people playing with it but it's like you know you could have it you can't have it you know what i mean and it's like it's older people are more receptive to it you know what i mean so um all of this is mixed in you know and it's what i'm saying it was propagated by the president of the United States. And to go back to the beginning, what I started to show off about is I told you white folks, or we told you black people, you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of people said it anyway about how retarded this nigga is and about how if it was a real situation, you know what I mean? Then he's incapable of handling the situation, you know, uh, if it was serious. Because the stuff over in Iran was serious also. All they did was quit. You know what I mean? He ain't want no smoke. So, you know, you know, like that was why he handled that like like they do. You know what I mean? Like somebody like that would do, right? You know, all right, I quit, you know. Oh, you hit me oh, I hit you but oh, you hit me back. You know, like right, they killed that man, but they bombed the people, you know what I'm saying? They bombed that that US uh base, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of people messed up off of that for life, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, you know, he ain't just get away with killing somebody like that, okay? Now he quit, okay? But this is right. This is something that he can't just quit. And now, and his and and all the stuff that he's been saying, you know, has come back to bite us, you know, in the ass. And then all this stuff is going to trickle down to the little people. You know what I mean? And it's going the little little people are the ones that I be talking about that only fucking matter is the children. You know what I mean? So, you know, and this is like, this is how it starts. And like, you know, he's incapable of handling a real situation, you know, and we are in a real situation, um, you know, exasperated by, by his speech and his rhetoric. And so anyway, um, 
Right. They got Sylvia Brown talking about she, you know, predicted this back in such and such time and, you know, about it, you know, it was going to be, you know, this disease to come and go and such, 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 such. And like, but they made this disease, you know, uh, you know, a while ago, like this is, you know, these are combinations of, you know, various strands of influenza and, and MRSA and all this other stuff that I don't want to talk about. Like, right, my fault. You know, somebody did say, right, they got uh, on the back of the Lysol bottles you can find, you know, that it kills the coronavirus. But they say this is a different strain. My point to all of that is that, you know, behind all of that, <clears throat> smoke and mirrors, right, behind all of this, not smoke and mirrors, but behind all of this, uh, you know, on the surface, you know, the iceberg, you know, is under the water, you know, you just seeing, you know, the iceberg, you know, but under the water is 90% of that fucking iceberg that you don't see. And that would be that they create this problem, right? As I said before, it's practice, but they create this problem and this might not, they might, right. They might've been practicing and this is not a drill, you know what I'm saying? This is the real deal now. But so people will demand, you know, a vaccine, right? Because people, you know, everybody doesn't get vaccinated or however that goes. And But people will demand a vaccine. So within that vaccine, you know, will be something that everybody will be injected in. And, you know, right, the video goes on, you know, this chain of evidence that I came across goes on to say that, uh, you know, we have gold or we have a third strand or they're trying to give us a third strand of DNA um, or there is a third strand of DNA and they're trying, you know, the 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 vaccine will, you know, lock on to this uh, strand of DNA or create another strand of DNA. However, it goes, you know, uh, you know, this is, you know, the point to it is that they curate the problem. So people, you know, will demand a solution for that. And that's what they wanted all along, you know, whatever that would be for. If it's for, you know, the next evolution of man, you know, and a whole lot of people got to die, right? We got to make this omelet, right? How big is the omelet, though? How many people is the omelet feeding, right? But the thing is, you know, because like I've watched episodes of TV and stuff like that in movies, different variations, right, of, you know, where the aliens come or I think it was this one show where the people, um, people were dying and stuff like that, but, uh, oh, the sun had came too far, was coming too close. And so, you know, um, the radiation and all of that was killing a lot of people, but, the uh it has sent out some type of signal where you know and the people that uh that was receptive to it you know became um tolerant to to the new sun's position you know because like right they say like you know oh, we've been moving closer to the sun such and such and such, such so it's like you know like like that's what i would recall like evolving you know about how our 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 physical bodies have to adapt to our terrain, you know what I mean? Adapt to, you know, what's going on on this ship, you know? And I'm telling you, like, right, and they always got these, all these other fucking, right, he, they got this conspiracy, right, and that shit makes sense right now to y'all, right, about how, 
well, I mean, I don't know if it makes sense to you, but, you know, about how, well, that should make sense, you know, like, however, because it could be for bad or for good, right? I mean, it depends on if you're going to live or die, you know? <laughs> Sorry to say, right? Um, right. Shit, right. They talking about preconditions and shit like that, and old people, like, you know, I'm, you know, I might be high on that motherfucking uh, list. Excuse my language. But anyway, uh, you know, these are just one of the, you know, possible things, you know, like that's my little gossip on it. Uh, and that would be that. So, you know, like I said before, I'm just stuck on a part about this habitual line stepper, you know, getting us into this mess, you know, and how, you know, my people are the ones, the worst, you know, as always are going to suffer the most, you know, that's all I'm saying. Until next time, people, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to let this go, decompress, come back and talk about, right, because on my last episode, I said the next episode would be called institutionalized so i got something to talk about that uh right after the break so stay tuned don't go nowhere you are tuned in to bipolar in cleveland with your host richard clemens of course and uh this is the tnc network peace until we come back Okay, okay, we are back. We are back. <laughs> that was an interesting break. The way to do the break, huh? <clears throat> so, um, institutionalized, right? Because I have uh, fucked up my life. <laughs> Going against the system, right? Bumping my head a thousand times, you know, um, trying to do things my way. You know, that's all it comes down to. But in these endeavors and, you know, uh, in these different places that I have been in the ups and downs of my life, you know, I've incurred some things, you know. And it's like I have to uh, think about, you know, bringing that more to the forefront, you know, just the perspective of it and how I think, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, um, you know, I'm 
I um <laughs> I am a backyard psychologist, you know. But like I always been that way, you know. Um and I got like a couple semesters, you know, of uh psychology under my belt. <laughs> And a whole lot of arguing for my lawyer tactics. But um, what I was, you know, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, and, right, what I'm trying to say is that I, I used to like this movie called The Profiler, you know, um, this show. No, it's a show called The Profiler. You know, it's about, you know, you have these profilers, like people that can, you know, understand criminals or, you know, get into the minds of criminals and things like that. And instead of using their powers so bad, they use them for good, you know. So I want to, you know, come, you know, go that avenue, okay. So I'm telling y'all, you know, I'm just going to speak, but I don't want to hear no shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to talk crazy, you know, but I'm trying to say about how crazy people think, okay. See? a difference but it's this uh it's this dude right um hassan um nairi and so it's a very interesting story right because you know this dude okay first of all <laughs> he's a homosexual okay no homosexuals you know what i'm saying and i this is uh there's no proof of this, you know what I'm saying? But he's a very angry man. He's a very uh he's a very disturbed individual, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, without you know, like white people don't ever want to go into the motives, you know, or you know, cuz like right now we don't have white terrorists, you know what I'm saying? There are no American white terrorists, you know what I mean? But clearly we have been terrorized by these white boys you know, uh, shooting up everything for a long time now, but there are no, uh, you know, white thing called terrorists, you know, these words that they make up, you know, and like this lady was talking about like, on, um, you know, Joe Rogan, uh, Mia Chin, I got to finish watching the episode cause she's from Singapore. I got some thoughts, but she was talking about how, uh, what'd she say? Damn, I forgot what she said that quick. Anyway, like, you know, this dude is messed up. All right, he might come back to me as I talk. But <clears throat> he, uh, and I remember, like, I remember, okay, let me start from the beginning. Like, I guess he was selling weed or whatever with another dude, you know. And so, like, you know, they show pictures, you know, saying of the dudes, right? So one dude, I guess he, I don't know if he was in Hawaii or however it is, you know, but like, uh, you know, he looked a little feminine, you know, when the picture, you know, got this little flowery, the little stuff they gave you from Honolulu, you know, and when he wasn't in Hawaii, it's even more suspicious, right? Cause I'm trying to tell you about birds of a feather. Okay. Now, um, they were selling weed. However, go, they were selling weed and they were selling. Um, and so they was getting it from, this other dude, okay, they just called him Mike in the uh, 
an episode. I think this is like a 2020 thing, you know, like they spent two hours on this and like, you know, and they broke it all down like on him. You know what I'm saying? But this is what I got out of it. Okay. Um, cause I'm institutionalized. Okay. So <laughs> like he, uh, so I guess the dude, the dude that they was getting the weed from, you know, was a cool dude, young dude, right? Mike was young dude with a lot of money. I guess it was like California, so like he got in, he had a dispensary, you know, and you know it's all cash, you know, um, all cash on the weed. So he had a lot of money, and so this dude was watching him, right? You know, you kind of find out all of this stuff later on. He come, he was watching him for like eight, nine months, you know, surveilling his house. He put trackers on this man's uh, vehicles and things like that, okay? This dude, Hassan Nairi, okay? This is what he did. Now, for like nine months, okay? Um, so one day, the dude go out into the desert. I guess he was looking for, I guess they was talking about he was looking for how, it was something had nothing to do with uh, money, okay? But the dude, um, Hassan, figures out or thinks he figured out that this is where dude keeps all his money because, you know, it's cash, you know. And, oh, the thing that happened that, you know, see, he was the lowly dude on the totem pole, right? Because he went to the, he was, he got kicked out of the Marines, okay? This is what I'm talking about. It's a pattern of behavior, okay? Um, and this is what I'm, like, I guess I'm going to end this off with about, like, how people gotta stop touching kids, you know what I mean? Or you never grow up, you know, you never know how people grow up, you know what I mean? And you, you, you know what I'm saying? You fuck these kids up early or however, and then they grow up and do and, and mess up other people's lives, okay? Uh, because, so he was in the Marines, he got kicked out of the Marines um, for whatever reason, don't really know, right? <clears throat> and he's like, he's like a Trump, you know, he doesn't take responsibility because like he got, Dishonored to be discharged, but he fought it and then um, got, you know, just, uh, I don't know what you call it, regular, not regular, but not even regular discharge. It's just not, uh, it was not just, it's just not dishonorable, okay? I know that I'm, you know, but it's something in between that. So my point is, like, that's a pattern, you know, not taking responsibility. Uh, now, he, uh, and so after this, right, um, working, you know, at a little restaurant, ain't doing nothing with his life, however it goes, meet a 16-year-old girl, right, start messing around with her, right? So he's eight years older than her at the time. Now, you know, he say, you know, like, and then, like, they doing an interview, right? So, you know, like, you know, uh, I don't think he's that kind of big, you know what I mean? He, like, he kind of stocky, short dude, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about that little man complex type of stuff, but... You know, like you could see the arrogance, you know, pouring off of him. You know what I mean? You could you could feel the white boy. <laughs> Shiesty white boys just got to be called shiesty white boys. Like you know what I mean? Like spoiled. Like you could you could you could you could you could uh, you know what I'm saying? You could see the spoiled white boy coming off of him. Okay, this is why I'm not calling them racist. Not calling them um, supremacist or none shit like that. They spoiled. You know what I'm saying that's it. Okay, but you know you could just feel you could you know what I'm saying you could see it, and so you know he's about how you know uh, she got him hooked, you know, and that's when he found out 
she was 18, stuff like that, okay? So he, he man fucked her a long time ago. Now, one thing is, that, like, right, she never got pregnant. I don't know if she ever got pregnant, but she ain't got no kids with him. But he had her in the mind. And, and so, um, so he's the low man on the totem pole. I don't know what he do, you know, but it's a, like I said before, like, um, it's another dude, um, that he was, he was partners with the little fruity, you know what I'm saying? The dude that looked fruity to me. Okay. Uh, he, he goes on a, um, a Vegas trip with Mike. Right. And so now, like I said before, all this stuff is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, like, they kind of, because they just, just them two. So, you know, I don't know. I think maybe Hassan, I don't know even, I don't know if he was there also, but like the trip was on Mike. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, how, I think the na- the dude's name was how, you know, how and Hassan, you know, was treated by Mike to this Vegas trip. You know what I mean? I know. White people do this, you know, rich white people do that, for, you know, heterosexually and stuff like that. Like, it's just, you know, where I'm from, like, niggas just don't take you on trips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it was all on him. You know, they had a good time and everything like that. And so the point is that this convinced Hassan that this dude got a lot of money. You know what I mean? It's like, he got to have like a million dollars or something like that, however it goes. Um, and so this is when he starts uh, taping him and following him and things like this. Okay. Plotting on this man for a long time. Okay. Now they didn't kidnap him. Okay. Kidnap the man, take him out to the desert. Where the money at, where the money at, such, 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 right. Uh, him and his girlfriend, right. Him and his girlfriend, they kidnapped him and his girlfriend. Now, they cut the he cut the nigga dick off. You know what I'm saying? He didn't admit to it. He's talking about, did you cut the man dick off? He was like, obviously not. You know, he's like, right, because he didn't even admit to kidnapping him, okay? You know, but they found a glove, you know, uh, in his truck. So this was his defense, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of this, you know you lying, you know what I'm saying? So what, I'm lying, you know, prove it, you know, like. But anyway, uh, cut this man dick off, Okay. Hassan cut Mike's dick off because he he wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, he wouldn't tell him where the money at, you know. He told me he had $100,000 or whatever, but that wasn't good enough, you know what I'm saying. He wanted the million, you know. Where's the million at? And it's like, okay, this is what the, you know what I'm saying, who, what man would think about cutting another man's dick off? You ain't no fag, okay. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm institutionalized. (laughs) <laughs> and his girlfriend was talking about he had two sides you know what i mean talking about right she she was talking about like right like both sides she describes was crazy you know what i'm saying talking about he had this uh you know um uh passionate you know wild side and you know very intense and then he had this crazy <laughs> you just that you you describing bad and worse <laughs> Po baby, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he had her at 16, he's 24 years old, people, okay? You know what I'm saying? And now, he goes, to, you know what I'm saying? So, he's in jail, you know what I'm saying, for kidnapping this man, cutting his dick off. The other dude, you know what I'm saying, uh, how he pleads guilty, right, at the end of the story, 
he gets four life terms, okay? This dude is fighting everything, okay? Fighting it down to the end, right? Um, and so, right, in the, middle, in the middle of all this, though, this nigga escaped, right? He escaped from jail. This is what you've seen on TV. This is how I remember this, you know what I mean? Like, I remember uh, the three dudes that escaped from jail. Um, I don't know where... I guess they was in California. I don't know where they was. I think they was in California somewhere. But I remember them escaping from jail. And, um, you know, so, like, to hear this story later on and, like, you know, like, to see, like, he's <laughs> he's an habitual line stepper. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, this is a history. You know what I mean? It's like, and this is what we lead up to. Because he, right, he filmed himself breaking out of jail. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is you know what I'm saying, like, you know, what they would call narcissistic at the max. You know what I mean? He's a Trump type of dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a Trump type of nigga. You know what I mean? Like, he filmed himself breaking out of jail. Now, his girl, people had money, right? Now, she say, the parents ain't never know nothing about it, right? She was, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was in law school, so such and such. So, you know, they was always taking care of her. I don't know how much money they got, you know? Like, I think these, like, Iranian people, okay? So, I don't know how much money they got, but they had a lot of money. But, like, she funded everything, okay? From the beginning, you know, like, the weed for him and everything. You know what I'm saying? And she broke the nigga out of jail, too. You know what I'm saying? But she on uh. She's on the interview, you know, talking about, you know, him and everything like that. And she's the one. Oh, my fault. Forgot. Before all of this, okay, before he cut the dude dick off, he he was drunk, drunk driving, right? And killed his uh, best friend in a car accident. Okay. This happened, right? Hassan Nairi. Killed his friend in a car accident. Flees to Iran. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Catch me if you right. That's what they called the episode. Catch me if you can. Like this shit is funny. You see what I'm saying? Because like, but this this is a tormented homosexual. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's a tormented homosexual. Because <laughs> I'm institutionalized. Telling y'all. And so he flees to Iran. Then when he get back, I guess he don't even, like, he get, I don't even know what, I, don't, I think he got probation. He might have got off, you know, like, probation or six months, some shit like that. Nothing, you know what I'm saying, for killing this dude because he was drinking and driving. Didn't take responsibility. Fled the country, you know what I mean? Come back, right? So he could do anything, you see what I'm saying? This is Trump. Y'all let him get away with everything else, you know what I mean? I'm not saying Trump is, you know, homosexual or anything, but, like, it's about power. Like, that's what, like, eventually I'm getting to all of that, too, about, I'm going to break down homosexuality and all that shit, because I'm institutionalized and seen all this shit, you know what I'm saying? And been with a lot of lesbians, you know, and been in jail, so. Um, but, right, so, like, he he got away with that, you know, and, like, you know, now all of that other stuff that I told y'all, you know what I'm saying, is after all of that, you know, like, like, but like killing somebody, you know what I mean? And not taking responsibility for that, you know, and stuff like that. And like, uh, and like even when he was in the military, he got, you know, he got in trouble, you know, for stuff and then didn't take responsibility for it. So, 
the girl broke him out of jail, okay? He had a cell phone there. Um, I'm talking about it took them like two weeks to cut through everything. It was like a very, you know, um, Shawshank-like, you know, all in between the walls and stuff like that. And so he escaped with a young boy and an old man. <laughs> okay? Young boy and old man. This is this is who he escaped with. Some Chinese dude or Japanese or, sorry, some Asian dude. Okay? Oriental, some of the Asian persuasion. And uh, this is who he escaped with. Now, they kidnapped some other old dude that don't speak English. And now they're at the uh, motel room. So now, you know, they take the old man to the motel room and have him describe, you know, what happened, you know, when he got kidnapped by these three individuals, <clears throat> you know, escapees. So he was talking about how they was arguing and stuff like that. And, like, I guess Hassan wanted to kill the old man. And, you know, and the young boy, like, he, you know, he didn't want to do it. But what I'm saying is that that was his boyfriend when he was in jail. And he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to escape. You know what I'm saying? Like, you help me. Like, you know, you come with me and we escape. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And he's like, uh, you know, and he might have. Right. Because the young boy, because he was, you know, he was in there for, I think he was wanted for murder. Cause that was the whole point. Like he was the more, he was the one that supposed to have been the more dangerous one, but obviously he wasn't nowhere as near as dangerous as, uh, you know, Mr. Nairi here, you know, and it's like, so, you know, they had a love squ squabble, you know what I'm saying? At the hotel room. And this is how, <laughs> as I'm telling you, this is how, this is some homosexual stuff. Cause the dude, this dude is so crazy that the, the Asian dude went and turned himself in. He's <laughs> like, I'd rather go to jail forever, ever than be around you <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you said you love me. <laughs> That's how, right. And so, you know what I'm saying? And then he went to trial, you know, and uh, he denied, you know, denied everything, right? Then sat up there and started crying, you know. It's like, I mean, just doing his best Trump, you know, interpretation. Like, because they were saying they had actually had one juror, you know, it took them five days, okay, because uh, – He's such a good actor, okay? He did such a good job, you know, um, uh, convincing one juror. It was a girl, a lady, you know, and he was talking about, you know, how his life was or however it was, you know, and uh, she felt sorry for him, you know? It's like, wow, you know? It almost, it's like, and then the only reason that she, uh, she said that he was guilty or she agreed with everybody else after five days is that uh, because he aided and bedded the other dude, how, you know, um, in the crime, then he has to be guilty by association. So that's the only way she didn't think he was guilty, but because he was with the other dude, that was guilty. Then that made him guilty. So that's the reason that she agreed with it. Do you know what I mean? So, but she didn't actually think that he did the shit. It's like crazy. You're like, you know, 
Is that great? I mean, like, Jerry's got to be very interesting, you know, because, I mean, it's a sheep mentality, but at the same time, you have, it's like, so, it's so easy. So, like, this is how it's so easy, you know, for lawyers to uh, pick the ones out that, you know, it's like they almost mind reading these people, you know? Like, right, they got these shows now. Like, you got people, you know, that mind fuck, you know what I'm saying? Or mind read the juries and say, this one, you know what I'm saying, gonna be with us. This one gonna be with us, you know? Like, and they are, they are more like 80, 90% right, you know? But that's all I gotta say about that. This man. You know what I'm saying? Has had pent up <laughs> homosexual tendencies in life to send life all his life. You know what I mean? He has destroyed all these lives because he, cause he's a butt boy. I'm telling you. Because, right? You don't cut no man penis off. Okay? <laughs> you don't do that. You know? You don't do that. Oh, this is the thing, right? Okay, now the only other history we know, you know, uh, our president on this is Lorena Bobby, right? Cutting off, you know, her husband's penis, right? And driving off with it, dropping it in the road, okay? They never found this nigga dick, okay? This man took his dick with him, okay? And they never found Mike's dick. That's some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? He cut it off, took it with him. And what did he do with it? You see what I'm saying? That's some homosexual fag shit. And that's why that word belong <laughs> in my language. Because that's some fag shit right there. Smoking a cigarette, people. Just smoking a cigarette. Boo. Fuck that. Boo this, man. Right? Gotta keep my... right. I'll be having them right there. <laughs> No cutting no man dick off. Hassan Nairi. That's some bullshit. I'm going to leave it right there. I appreciate you guys uh, listening to me. And he did get convicted, right? He didn't, you know, so he in there getting pounded like he wanted to right now. <laughs> this is your host, Richard Clemens. I appreciate you guys listening to me um, on my OMC episode of TNC Network, I'm sorry, Bipolar in Cleveland, on the TNC Network, Tupac was a prophet, Richard Pryor was a prophet, I am the king of the north, peace. Why you gonna boo me, man? Cal Williams, king of the niggas. This is going to be a prelude or afterthought.
because it's more of an afterthought or like some corrections that I made, <clears throat> some mess ups. You know, I'm stop. Like you know, I'll be one. I'll be. I let so much stuff go that I messed up on. You know, um, and I do. You know, apologize for the mess ups. But it's like um, Clyburn. You know, that helped uh, Biden. Uh, you know, make his great comeback. You know, as black people do. You know, we save save y'all over and over again but like his name was Clyburn and I called him Collins you know when I made the episode stuff like that and so like just um on this episode on the second half of this episode um I was talking about institutionalized and stuff like that which is the name of the episode <coughs> talking about this dude uh Hassan Nairi but like uh I was saying something about Mia Chin, right? That was on Joe Joe Rogan's show. Also, uh, she she was talking about how when I said about how we um, we know we make up words and stuff like that because she was saying that uh, they don't have a word for feminist in Arabic, you know, and so she feels that it's important for them to have a word, you know, like she, you know, like so she transfers books from English to Arabic, you know, because it's a need for that, but. You know, as I was saying, like, we make up words, you know, like, feminists, you know. It's like I said, like, you're right, they made up word, Like, they made up... That's another episode. Okay. Um, uh, I just wanted to clear that up. You know, she was talking about that. And uh, I was talking about um, Hassan's girlfriend is the one that set him up. Because <clears throat> he... Once again, you know, like I said, oh, right, when he killed his best friend, right, I'm pretty sure that was his boyfriend, and he felt bad about it, but he still skipped country and went over, you know, went back home. And then, uh, you know, when he escaped from jail, or no, when he, uh, oh, to get him, what happened? Did he get out of, I think he went to Iran. Right. I think he escaped from jail and went to Iran, okay? So, you know, she did all of that also, right? The thing about it was that the FBI went to her and was saying that that she could be uh that she could be uh liable. Oh no. When right, okay, I'm sorry. When he uh when he uh okay he went to Iran after he killed his best friend then he uh went to Iran after he he um for the trial before the trial uh for cutting the dude dick off for cutting Mike dick off he went to Iran right but his girlfriend knew about it the whole time so the police threatened her so I'm saying that's the only reason that she turned on him you know what I mean that he uh that she, you know, she could be liable because uh, she knew about it and stuff like that. And so she tricked him to meeting her in Spain where, you know, uh, he couldn't get um, extradited from, you know. And, you know, like Iran would never extradite one of their people, you know, to America. So, you know, um, but he had a layover somewhere else. Um, so in the layover that's when they was going to get him, you know? So maybe, I don't know if that was Spain. I, I don't think, I don't think Spain had, 
they could have got him in Spain. So he had a layover somewhere else, and that's where they got him. But she was the one that tricked him because they had her as and her parents, you know, basically, I think that was the first time she had to tell her parents that, you know, she was involved in all of this, supposedly. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know, you know, the facts after, because, you know, she was deep in this shit. All, all the way in it, you know what I mean? She financed every damn thing, okay? So, <clears throat> tomorrow parents ain't know nothing about it. So they was, you know, like, they was on some shaky shit. Like I said, like, you know, he had her, she was young, but she was grown too on when all this went down. And so, you know, she tricked him into uh, getting, you know, coming back or, you know, getting caught, basically. You know, when he was doing an interview, and he was like, what you think about that? And he was like, oh, she's good, you know? <laughs> that nigga's salty. He is salty. He's like, right. But she still broke him out of jail. It's like, that's why they was talking about, uh, she was talking about she was scared when, uh, when he, you know, when they uh, was gone, when he broke out of jail, she thought he was going to come in. Like, you know, you broke him out. He wasn't coming for you. <laughs> Excuse me. He wasn't coming for you, you know? It's like, he got... He got caught on some, um, right, it was funny. He got caught by some uh, bum homeless dude on the street that always read the newspapers and seen the van and seen him, and that's how he got caught, and that's the end of that story, you know. But I do hate the fact that, right, I told you, like, I'm institutionalized, right, but, like, when I say, you know, been with a lot of lesbians, like, right, that means uh, what I call, <laughs> what you call them? Uh, bisexuals, girls, right? Never been with any type of man in no type of situation ever, 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 ever. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so, you know, like when I say I've been in jail, <laughs> just me, I've been in jail. It's like I've been around robbers and crooks and geniuses, you know, and manipulators, you know, master manipulators, right? You know what I mean? Like these people, you know, think they can get out of anything you know you've been caught you are in jail <laughs> you know what I'm saying this is why I was talking about like being a profiler like you are in jail I have set up all night long with you know with roommates uh plotting their jury tactics and how you know they're gonna go to jury and, and they whole case laid out in front of us you know and the witness said this and this said they said that and you know what you think about this and you know if this don't like you know what about like and they did this you know and i'm telling you like uh they they lied on here and they lied on there i mean like breaking out all these little fine details where the devil lies at you know, trying to get out of something that you know that you did, you know, and trying to convince me that, you know, I mean, and I have been convinced that they was innocent also. <laughs> Made a believer out of me. <laughs> you taking this shit to trial, right? <laughs> I remember that happened. Like, I was with one roommate. I'm sorry. I hope this is, I hope this is after or before because, like, it's just a prelude after thought but cause I had one dude that was back on appeal right for murder so we was going over his appeal trial and then you know like for like three weeks and then I had one dude that was going that was gonna go to trial for robbery aggravated robbery and so we was going over his trial for like three months <laughs> you know what I'm saying two months I don't know 
and uh so you know and i went over this with him the whole time and like and we just you know i'm just like man like yeah man you, you gonna get off man like this some bullshit you know what i'm saying like you know we 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 put holes all through everything you know and he was talking about he actually you know he said this happens like they tell you half the truth like you know what i'm saying and but don't tell you the whole truth you know I guess right, and I'm not the real lawyer, so I don't know if they, I don't know if people ever really tell the whole truth to their lawyer. But anyway, that nigga didn't go to trial. <laughs> Had me believing you, you know what I'm saying? He took that 11 years instead of 30 something. Right, they they gonna give you forever. I mean, but it's like 100 years or 10 years. You know what I mean? Like if you did it or not, you know, like that's what they hit you with. Like if you did it or not, you know what I'm saying? You want to do a hundred years? You want to take the chance? Is it possible or probable? You know what I'm saying? The jury is going to be on your side with your, your uh, public defender. <laughs> Excuse me. With your public defender. What are the chances? Is it possible? Is it possible? Or is it probable? You know? So, uh, prelude or afterthought, either way. My name is Richard Clemens. Peace. So this is not um, a prelude. I forgot. I just started pressing record again. So we are, um, you know, a little bit after the... I don't know how to say <laughs> Sorry. Hour and 12 minutes. So I'm going to end this again and again and again, okay? Uh, so if you stuck around... It's like a, uh, this is like a post-credit, right? It's a post-credit uh, scene after the movie. So if you stuck around, you know, after the theme song went off, I appreciate you once again. And if you liked what I said, send me a dollar. If you didn't like what I said, send me two. Peace. PayPal. Richard Clemens. Um, cash app. Richard Clemens. Or Rich, yeah, Richard Clemens. Peace.